Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome, everybody, to the best day of the year, the Survivor premiere. This is season 36, Ghost Island. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You guys, welcome. It is like Christmas morning in here. Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, New Year's Eve, all the holidays right now. The best day of the year. Actually, there's two best, there's four best days of the year. The two premieres and the two finales. We are here for season 36. Thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We are so excited to be back for another season. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on all social media at Paige Bonanno. And I'm so excited that my wonderful co-host that I love so much is back with me this season. I love you so much. <laughs> I am so excited to be back, you guys. I'm so excited to see what everybody in the chat has to say about this first episode. I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. I am so excited oh. to be back. Oh, my gosh. I know. Dude, I have goosebumps and everything. When we, when we came in today, we were like, this is the best night of the week. It literally is, though. Wednesdays for Survivor are the best nights of the week. A, I love watching it with you. Yes. And B, I just love watching it. Because we freak out and we run around I mean. the studio and we're like, what's happening? <laughs> Even tonight, I started crying. I was laughing. I was like, you were like, what are you doing? What's crying? happening the most? The most? <laughs> um, for everybody joining us in the live chat, thank you so much for being here. You guys make our you know Survivor Wednesday so much better. Um, Dom and Mike, I'm sure some of you guys are wondering that our, our fans that come back all the time, they will be coming in periodically if they can, you know, for some episodes here and there which would be great make sure to still tweet them they're still watching the episodes we have another panelist James Wallington some of you guys may remember him because he was I mean he is the biggest Survivor super fan hey James if you're watching <laughs> and so we're really excited to have him on the panel this and what season better way to bring back you know a ghost panelist <gasps> than on Ghost Island you like that that like is that? good. Yeah, so we're just b- bringing back people from the past. It's right? perfect. Yeah. Ghost Island, you guys, tonight's episode, Reverse the Curse. Mm-hmm. A little bit about Ghost Island before we get into the episodes. So obviously Ghost Island is basically, it's like a secluded location that castaways will be banished to, you know, for short periods of time. And it will feature mementos and props from other seasons that really, like, ruin people's gameplay. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, basically people will have the opportunity to acquire these advantages under the premise of learning from their past mistakes. So what, I mean, a lot of people had mixed feelings about this season. What do you think? So when they originally announced it, I was super excited. Now Mm -hmm. that we're in it, I'm thoroughly confused because (laughs) I feel like, and we are pretty much super fans of this show, but it's very hard to go back 36 seasons and remember Mm -hmm. when, what, when, what idol was used for who Mm -hmm. or for when or for what season. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in that aspect, it's going to get really confusing. Yeah. I like that they're doing the flashbacks throughout the episode of when they introduce like a new idol or something like a um, um, a ghost island mm-hmm. relic um, that they kind of show us where that was from and how it was misused, if you will. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what kind of things they 
dig up. I think they did a really good job. I mean, Jeff has said that they've actually wanted to do this for a long time and mm-hmm. that it, like the creative has just never really worked out. And then finally it came to them, you know, how to really put this into play. And I think it's great. Like, I think it's really fun. You know, you get to see a little bit about like their past lives and kind of see if somebody's going to like misuse what they did now. We saw someone misuse something tonight already. Um, and I just thought it was really interesting. Another thing that some of you guys may know or may not know. So at first I was kind of like, I wonder if these mementos, you know, they could just be kind of staged or fake. Like it's so easy for them to do, you know, a fake one and just make it look real. All of the mementos and props are real. And they went to, like, they literally went out to everybody that, kept them and also like survivor uh collectors that have these old props and oh, stuff wow. because you know if you're a survivor collector like yeah. you can get some of these types of things and um like memorabilia people you know and so they went out to all of them to borrow them and everything is real so i thought that was really cool i think that's super cool yeah um so let us know you guys what you think about this um this season's theme because a lot of you guys weren't sure about it before but now i think after seeing it tonight we might have a different opinion i agree so, I guess let's jump right into yes. the episode. I mean, we have two episodes. So, first, you had pointed out right when we started, there was no ship. No. That was the major difference that I saw. A, there was no ship. And then B, there was no clear definition on who was on what tribe. Mm-hmm. Which was a little annoying to me at first, my first critique of the season. Um, just because... The first episode for us as hosts is the hardest to break down, mm-hmm. especially when we don't know all of these people, because there are 20 new people that we have to essentially learn right. who they are, where they're from, what their names are, um, are they good strategic players, mm-hmm. and when you're just jumping right into it and then just splitting up the tribes and then telling them to go to their camps, it's a little harder to get into it and kind of to feel who you really like because you don't exactly know who they are. Totally. No, I, I 100% agree with that. I would definitely agree that it's one of the hardest episodes, or it is the hardest episode to break mm-hmm. down easily because we just don't know these people yet. And I did think the ship thing was really weird. I mean, they didn't have chickens or any type of fruit or anything that they normally get. And I had read that this season was going to be a lot less food. Mm-hmm. And Jeff had said, basically, like he wanted this to be an experiment to see what people will do and basically just see what will happen he was like i want food or like fish if you're a fisherman i want that to be like currency yes and i want that person to like will they stick around or will people go throw myself around (laughs) will they go without food so it's interesting that they're really not giving them anything yeah i'm excited to see where that takes us because if we look at previous seasons Mm -hmm. on day 20 going into the 20s people are exhausted they're they're starving right and that's when they had a, a, a decent amount of food in the beginning. Yeah. Now, cutting down to a bottle of rice. Dude, I less like... rice than normal, too. And they don't have anything else. It's yeah. very crazy. Yeah. Um, so first, you know, before we get into the first challenge, because, you know, they they selected tribe leaders and people like that. I, I'll just say really quick who's on what tribe. Mm-hmm. I won't get into, you know, everything about them. But first, we have the Malolo tribe, which is James, Jacob, Laurel, Michael, Jenna, Stephanie G. Gonzalez, uh, Brendan Stephanie J. with the long hair, Libby and Donathan. Mm-hmm. That name, though, <laughs> Donathan. Have you ever heard that before? Anyways, second tribe, Navidi, Wendell, Chris, Sebastian, Bradley, Dominic, Morgan, Angela, Desiree, Chelsea, Kellen. So that's a little bit of breakdown of that. Rewind that as many times as you need because I'm sure, <laughs> you know, we don't, we're trying to figure out who's on what. But right away, so Malolo, they basically had to, like, pick someone to represent their tribe, which is kind of, uh, like, a big responsibility at the beginning. It is. It could easily go both ways. It could either put a target on your back 
or it could show that you have, you know, leadership skills and mm-hmm. we should keep you around. Right, definitely. So Brendan was chosen for Malolo and Chris was for Navidi. And basically they were kind of like, eh, who's volunteering? Who looks the strongest? And picked like that. A little stereotypical if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, well, everything was stereotypical. So <laughs> basically mean... then they decide who runs in this unknown challenge. They pick both the strong players, Mike and Sebastian. And then for the puzzles, they pick Laurel and Desiree. And Desiree's like, oh, I know I look a little creative, but that doesn't mean I'm good at puzzles. And Laurel's got glasses. Totally. Like, it's... It... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's stereotypical for sure. Um, so basically, we were a little confused with this challenge because so he was like, okay, what's waiting for you if you win is like a machete, rice, fishing kit, and shelter kit. But basically, if you know that your tribe is losing before the sandbag runs out, you can forfeit and keep your fishing gear. Otherwise, you'll lose it. But if you do that, then the winner gets flint and eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a hard decision for the leader on whether to pull it or not, but... I basically you're not losing out on anything if you pull it. You're still getting your fishing gear. You're right. not losing anything. You're just giving them eggs and flint, which you wouldn't have had anyways right. if you lost. So I would have pulled it for sure. I think that what um Brandon, I think was his name on the the tri- when he pulled mm-hmm. it. Was it Chris or Brandon? Um, Chris. Chris. Chris, when Chris pulled it and he said, you know, it's better to have something than nothing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. No, for sure. Um Everybody did a pretty good job in that challenge. We saw Michael kind of struggling for a little bit. And Michael, actually, when we got back, says that, well, first of all, hmm. first of all, uh, Chris's team, yeah, he pulls the plug, so they yes, lose. Sorry. Yes, yes. And then we obviously see an instant kind of friction between him yes. and Dominic, um, because Dominic agrees with that, with what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I just want to bring up the fact that Michael and Sebastian, who were the, the physical runners mm-hmm. in this challenge, were struggling. And yeah. it's only a day one. That's why this whole... Sebastian was not doing like Michael was, though. Michael could not even walk at the I, end. I mean, it's like day one. It was. And... They literally just got off the... The boat, or <laughs> yeah, they just stepped onto the island. So we, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. Like I said, day twenty with not that much food, right? Yeah, um, yeah, they had just had a big meal. Come on, um, <laughs> Michael also says that he's twenty three, and dude's only eighteen, which he does not look eighteen. That's for damn sure. Who? What eighteen year old looks like that? I, know. I do. We were like, I oh, still look beautiful. like I'm twelve. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's so beautiful. And they're like, he's eighteen. I was like, oh, oh, God. yeah, that's a little weird. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> So um, we saw that. I mean, I guess a question that I have is, <laughs> sorry, Sheena says Michael's going to be Paige's love interest for the season. Like, I always just have, like, one love interest in the season. I mean, I mean, we're going to have to fight for Michael because... I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so what I wanted to say before we get too deep is, who are your early favorites? We had both said, actually, which is surprising, that Gonzalez was an early yes. favorite, which says exactly what they decided tonight was that she was a threat. Exactly. And yes, I'm a little upset that she went home first, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about. She was, you know, my buddy quick girl. Like, mm-hmm. she was going to be, like, my my number one. Um, and so she went home. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I think is going to be one of my favorites is Kellen, surprisingly, because I think she's... she's on my list, too. Really? Mm-hmm. That's funny. Kellen, because I think she's going to be good at um, puzzles. Mm-hmm. And Morgan, um, who is a marine trainer, apparently, mm-hmm. I think she's going to be really good at these um, swimming challenges. Mm-hmm. She just seems like she's really down to earth. Yeah. Um, so I like her. In terms of guys right now, I like Wendell mm-hmm. because he seems like he's down to earth. I don't like any of the douchey guys. I don't like any of the guys that are like, oh, I want to yeah. do this and I'm going to do that. Like, right. I don't really like that. Something interesting about Wendell is, so if you guys watched, you know, uh, beforehand, you know, they put out a lot of videos, CBS or whatever, Probst, Probst um, production company. And Jeff always 
predicts who he thinks is going to win the season. Mm -hmm. And he's literally always wrong. Like, last (laughs) time he predicted that Sierra Easton was going to win and she was the first one sent home. Like, it's like a running joke that Jeff just cannot, like, he's a great host, but just cannot predict who's going to win. But who can ever predict these things so early? But it's so funny because Jeff gets it so wrong every time. But basically they were like, so so he predicted this. They're like, who do you predict this time? And he was like, well, I don't want to, like, curse this person. And they're like, well, let's reverse the curse. It's Ghost Island. Who's going to (laughs) win? And then maybe that person will actually win. Jeff actually predicted Wendell to win. Okay. And so he basically said uh, Wendell's the kind of guy that he wants to be. Like, he wishes he was him. Mm-hmm. He said he's very good socially. He's charming. He's self-deprecating. And he hopes to re- reverse the curse this season okay, and get we'll Wendell see. to the top. It's funny because I got that from Wendell in the first episode. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a law student. Now he's a furniture designer because he wasn't on the path that he wanted to be on. Yeah. I think that's admirable. And I really like that about him. Yeah. And I like the fact that he looks like Donald Glover, too. So That's he, another bonus. He's great. <laughs> um, with Kellen, like you said, too, I feel like she, you know, she kind of talked about how she changed her um, whole life, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, she got divorced, and then she changed her job, and she went on Survivor because she just realized she wasn't happy in life. Yes. And I give her a lot of credit for that. So I think that she'll be <clears throat> really good. Um, in terms of people who, right off the bat, we didn't exactly like, mm-hmm. I mean, Jacob, for sure. It, it, I feel bad for him because he is such a Survivor super fan, and I wish that he wasn't so, like, harsh right off the gate. I agree. But did you like, I mean... Okay, so it's no secret he went home, second vote. Right. First vote was Gonzalez. Uh, we'll get into that. But what did you think about Jacob as an overall player? I think I think that he was, I don't want to say egotistical, but he mm-hmm. was he was hyping himself up too much. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he thought that he knew more. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't make sense as a super fan because any super fan would know that right off the gate you have to play in the middle of the radar. You can't mm-hmm. be too high, but you can't be too weak. You have to stay right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And he was braggadocious. He was just making all of these really weird remarks right. about how he's a super fan and just like like tooting his own horn. It was yeah. it was weird and I didn't like that. Yeah, well it kind of goes into the fact too about how, you know, when Navidi won immunity, basically Jacob calls out, you know, that they're the best of all time and that like he he's talking all big after this basically cuz cuz they get to choose who goes to Ghost Island. Right. So I mean, do you guys think that he really did that on purpose or because he says, you know, I talked big so that they choose him after the loss to go to Ghost Island because you cannot be voted out at Ghost Island. It worked. I do think that he did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. I do think that that was a smart move, mm-hmm. but then telling people that that's what he wanted and they fell right into his plan and you know bragging about it yeah. wasn't the smartest. And Sheena in the live chat says Jacob was too excited to play survivor <laughs> and play too hard and I think that's true and I kind of feel bad for him because you know he's such a big super fan and then he kind of just went right out the gate a little bit too hard and put a huge target on his back. Well, Joseph said in the chat, he said, do you think that this theme is throwing everybody for a loop and forcing players like Jacob to play hard? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, too. I do think that. I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I disagree. I feel like you, especially with Ghost Island, because you don't know exactly what yeah. advantages or what idols are going to be used mm-hmm. throughout this game with Ghost Island. You don't exactly know the twist because it's only day two, three. Yeah. I feel like you have to start off slower because you don't know where it's going to take you. I just feel like for them, like, they're just hyped up about it, about nothing right now. And there's something like <laughs> looming over them. And they're like, oh, my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. It's Ghost Island. Like, everything is haunted. And it's like, just chill. Just chill. Yes. <laughs> um, so on Ghost Island, you know, he goes and there's like this big, uh, like, perugula. Perugula? Did I say that? I guess. Uh, <laughs> and there's like relics <laughs> hanging down. And basically the first thing he needs to do is smash an urn and follow the fire. And there were instructions, instructions to a game that he got to play. So basically... He could wager a secret advantage or he could wage his vote, basically. So he picks – he 
I mean, there's an urn on the left and an urn on the right, and then something in the middle, and he picks the right one, and he gets an advantage, which was the legacy advantage from Game Changers, yes. the one that Sierra played wrong yes, and sent her home. So basically, he willed it to somebody else, so he gave it to Morgan. So my question is to you guys and to you, Timothy, mm-hmm. would you have for sure wagered right away and played the game, or would you have been like, eh, I'm not going to risk losing my vote? That's a good question because you don't I, have to play. No, of course. And I feel like, honestly, if I was thinking about it as a Survivor fan, I know that in the beginning, votes aren't as important just because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. And everybody tends to, in the beginning of the game, pick one or two people and then just go for them, um, whether they're weak, whether they're strong, mm-hmm. whether, you know what I mean? So I feel like I would have went for it just because losing my vote wouldn't be as detrimental mm-hmm. now as it would be in the future. That's so I would have went for it. I feel like I would have just picked wrong. Like, I, I just don't know if I, I was that confident in myself too. to pick the right one. But would you have rather played and failed than never to play at all? I mean... It depends. I mean, I, I would know. rather play and fail probably. But I mean, either way, like for somebody like Jacob, clearly it didn't work out because even if he lost his vote, it wasn't really changing anything. And also the advantage, like he did that, he willed it to somebody and now he's never going to get that opportunity. Plus, if you think about it, if you lose your vote, it could obviously, it could also be a, a, a benefit to you because then you can't really sit there and be like, well, I voted for this person who never went home. You know what I mean? There's always yeah. that conversation after tribal, like, well, who voted for me? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, I did. And now that person doesn't like you for whatever, well, for a good reason. But yeah. at the same time, it could, it could work in your favor if you played it right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What would you guys have done? Would you just always risk it and play? Or would you maybe, it's the first day, would you have maybe not risked it? Mm. I don't know. Um, so after that, you know, we're kind of going back and forth between, it's it's between Donathan, I want to say Donald, but or Jonathan. It's freaking Donathan. <laughs> would you go with, <laughs> they were between Donathan and Gonzalez, basically. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, basically Donathan is weak, but they feel like they can nurture him and kind of control him. Whereas Gonzalez, I mean, we both said right away, oh, she's a player that we both yes. like. She's really good. Like, so yeah. it obviously shows th- she's a threat and they all got that. And they also said that he worked harder than her. But. Okay. The, obviously something that we saw, we saw off screen. Yeah. Because I thought that they were, you don't really look at who's working and right. who's building the trial. Like, you don't really. But I was going to say later on, like, uh, we'll talk about Donathan okay. later. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but in terms of Gonzalez going home, yes. I was, I felt like she was robbed. Somebody earlier in the, in the chat said it. So I'm going to steal that phrase. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we didn't get to see enough of her. And that rarely happens for me i remember last season or two seasons ago mm-hmm. when the uh the the young girl who was like out of this i don't remember her name mm-hmm. forgive me guys but she's never goes into the jungle she's like a city kid she is like so out of her comfort okay. zone and she was sent home early oh i know who you're talking about the, right. the gamer yes 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 um, mari or something no i don't remember something her name but i felt like with stephanie i feel like she could have been or gonzalez if you will she could have been a contender in this game. I think she could have been a contender, too. I think she would have been very good. But I also think she would have, like, gotten on her nerves a lot. Because, I mean, we saw her attitude at the end, too, when she was, like, it was the first day. I mean, what is your attitude going to hurt you at this point? But she just seemed, like, a little, eh. I mean, I don't know. I liked, I... She she would have been good at the game, though. She would have been good at the game. I could see why she could rub people the wrong way, because at yes. the tribal, she started. She literally got up and started talking to people, and I'm like, it's the first tribal. Chill, Chill, Chill. out. Yeah. And, like, maybe this was one of, once again, you know, she played too hard, too fast, mm-hmm. and 
It sent her home. I don't like. I maybe we just didn't see stuff, but it didn't even seem like she was playing that hard. The only thing was, Donathan had said, "Oh, I came up with that idea," and then she kind of stole it and like went and told everybody that it was her, right? Which he didn't like. But I think ultimately they would just like realize that she was a threat just because she was strategic, like she was right. strong. And she was, you know, talking to everybody. I don't know. I mean, all I'm saying is that, and it maybe could be based on the editing, but mm-hmm. we sat there and we're not mm-hmm. even with them on this island and mm-hmm. we're like, she's a strong player. So yes. I could only imagine that the people that are living with her could also see that. And they did. And that's probably why they sent her home. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely true. So anyways, Gonzalez goes home. First one. First one off. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> Always does. Oh, that first Always vote. Does. That first vote. And then anyways, um, we go back to to the other tribe and Dominic finds a freaking idol. Yeah, a Navidi, yeah. For an idol at night in the pitch dark uh, on an island. Like there's not even like there's city lights or anything guiding your way. I honestly didn't think he would find it. Because you called it. You said he's gonna find it. And I was like, no, it. there's no way. You're like, it's dark. It's dark. Oh, <laughs> and it was Andrea's old idol from Cochran season. Yes. That she didn't play right. So he finds an idol. And, you know, he was in a little bit of a, a doozy there because he was getting in the, you know, getting into it with Chris. And but basically he goes and tells Dominic makes a fake idol after he finds a real idol because he decides he wants to work with Chris. Sorry, before we even get to that fake idol, because we didn't really touch on Jacob and making his fake idol when he was at Ghost Island. Sure. Now, Now, here's my thing. With fake idols. Yes. When it started first happening, I was like, this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. In Survivor history, this is amazing. When it first started going on. Then, now it's we're in... Much. It's too much. And I want to know if everybody in the chat agrees or disagrees with me or everybody watching in the future. I want to know how people feel about this because I feel like they need to make a rule that says no fake idols can be made during the season because it gets a little predictable, A. And B, it just doesn't make any... I mean... It, Okay, I can't say it doesn't make any sense because it does. Mm-hmm. I get why people are doing it, but it's, I feel like it's an insult to the game. And it's kind of, uh, I don't think it's an insult to a game. I think it's <clears throat> strategic in some senses, but like you said, I think it's very overdone. Like you get to a point where, you know, with Jacob, I don't think he needed to do that, but he had some beads and he had a shell. He had a couple of things to make it look real. Dominic literally threw a shell on a freaking necklace. There's no way I'm believing that. I mean, he did have a paper, but I right. could be like, oh, he found a different one. Survivor doesn't make their idols look like that. Right. Right. Like, don't people know by this point? And I think I think the tribes are starting to catch on to the fact that these these are fake idols. And I think that because people play these mm-hmm. fake idols so much or make them so much, everybody in the tribe starts to second guess when you actually do have an idol if you don't have that paper. Mm-hmm. Which is why when Jacob brought his uh, his fake idol up, everybody's like, well, "What is the paper to it?" I feel like pe- this is the first time I've seen somebody question the paper though, mm. because a lot of times they make the idol and nobody even thinks about it. And I didn't even think about it. And then basically, I think it was Chris. Yes, was it Chris? Yes. Or Brendan or one of them. I don't know. And he says, like, well, Jacob, first of all, comes back all gloaty, like, oh, um, I'm really going against all of my judgments here, but I'm going to tell you guys that I found this idol. And they were like, oh, well, thanks for being honest with us, I guess. But basically, they asked him, where's this paper? And there's no way a survivor nerd like him, they said, would forget that freaking paper. It's 100% true. So the fact that they even thought it might be real, I don't know. I I didn't buy it. Would you guys did you guys think it was strategic at all on his part to to make a fake idol? No, I, I don't think, think he that needed to. He didn't a need to obviously it put a target on his back. Clearly that's what we saw. B, I feel like if he was worried about what happened on Ghost Island and what he should tell these people, he could have literally told them all of the truth except for that one and said I had to make a decision whether to 
to go for something or not, and I made the wrong. Like I made the decision, I but the then I, I hit the wrong one. It was empty. Exactly. That's all you that's, had to say. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I was like, I would have just told him everything about it, and that I I messed up. Yeah. Not like you messed up. It's a fifty fifty shot. Yeah. I don't think he needed to go through all that. I think it was just not strategic, and I I, I know he was trying, but just too much, too much. Yeah. So then Dominic makes a fake idol. So we have two fake idols in the game now, which is just too much on day three. And basically he tells it to Chris because he says he wants to go to the end with Chris, which first of all, Chris isn't buying that because they don't like each other. Mm -hmm. And he got very suspicious when Dominic said, no, I don't have an idol. And then five minutes later said, hey, dude, I got an idol. (laughs) It's like, well, how can I trust you? And that's another thing that bothers me about these fake idols is that nobody plays them right. Right. There's only been maybe a, a handful of times where somebody's made a fake idol and actually worked to their benefit. Right. But as of right now, nobody's playing these idols right. Like... And whoever, Brendan had said, if you're going to go through the trouble of making a fake idol, at least think it through. Like, (laughs) there's no way he would have not gotten that paper. And I I really just don't even think he thought about it. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I don't have it. But I don't know. It was just weird. Anyways, Chris knows something's off with Dominic. He has a great instinct. I really think he'll, I I don't know how far he'll go because he's just one of these strong, big, burly men. And we we notice that they don't make it that far. It's not about him being strong and burly. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed from the beginning when he was picked to do the physical challenge in the beginning of the first episode was that he's a little cocky. Yes. That's what annoyed me about him. Mm -hmm. He's reminding me of, um, I can't remember his name now, but someone from a couple seasons ago, he was just like really cocky from the start. Alan? Yeah. No, no, no. Not Alan. Okay. No. No. Okay. I'll I'll think of it in like five minutes. (laughs) But anyways, so moving on to the second immunity, Mm -hmm. this also includes a reward, which we felt like this episode was just moving so damn fast. So fast. I mean, what did you guys think? It was so fast. I mean, I just, going on comfort in the first or second episode, if you will, um, Usually it's not until like the third or fourth episode that we're at the comfort reward challenge. You know what I mean? Everybody's already talking about the merge. We see next week there's a tribe swap. Like what the hell's going on? It's been two episodes. It's moving so fast. Yeah. I'm not really digging that. It's just, it's been really hard to like keep up with this episode, I think. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. And so they're playing for reward, pills and blankets. Angela sits out for Navidi. Um, Who we don't even know. (laughs) Who we don't even know. Who is Angela? I don't even know her yet. Angela, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But anyways, so James and... Jonathan, yes, go in the water together, which maybe not the best pair. And they go in, and I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about that struggle that that Jonathan had? Well, I just feel like it was it was odd because everybody else was in the water together. When Chelsea and Sebastian on Navidi mm-hmm. were in the water together, makes going for the second set of buoys, mm-hmm. they or the markers, balls, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them, they stayed in the water together. But what was weird about Jonathan was that he went straight for the 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 platform yeah and i was like okay well, yeah and then i was like okay well james i guess is gonna go down there and then when he couldn't everybody was telling him to go back in i was like is he not allowed to and then i, I got confused for a second because i was right. like is only one person allowed to go for the the balls and right then- and the thing is is like james he he messed up like he he's an athlete he couldn't get down there for whatever reason i don't think he was like really swimming right or maybe he just couldn't catch his breath you know mm-hmm. there's a current like there's a lot of factors that you know we're obviously not feeling or experiencing when we're watching it but he was very clearly struggling. He could knock it down. And there was no even inkling or instinct for Donathan to go over there and help him at all. Right. Like, he had to get really, like, yelled, not yelled at, but coached, encouraged, encouraged by his team. Like, you got to go try it. And he was like, I can't. Like, I can't do it. Like, I'm just not even going to try. And it was like, I mean, look at him. He did it. It's like, you can never tell yourself that you're not going to do something. Because look at what he just did. He did it. 
Aside from that, I, I wish that he would have just... <laughs> Did it. Yeah. I agree with you. I feel like I would love to be behind Donathan. He is from a West Virginian town. Like, he's mm-hmm. very he's very in his in own world. Mm-hmm. He Like he said on the episode, he doesn't really know many diverse yeah. people, ethnic people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wish that he... Because I love a comeback story. I mm-hmm. love an underdog story. I love anybody that can come onto this game and say, I didn't think that I could do it and I did it. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is that what people have to literally pull your arm back in order for you to do something right. just because you're too afraid to try. Because, yeah, exactly. Like, um, in the live chat, I think it was Sheena. Sorry, we have something over it. But I think Sheena said he pulled a Sari. And Sari mm-hmm. used to say, you know, she couldn't do it. But, like, she always pushed herself to do it. Like, pushed herself to do it and step out of her comfort zone. Whereas, yes. you know, Donathan really had to have everybody else pushing him to do it. But I think that from him we will see a change in him. And we'll, you know, he's really kind of stepping out of it now. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm hoping that we see you know, a lot more from him and really in, you know, with his self being yes. able to improve and, you know, become a bigger person. I really do hope that this boosts his self-esteem mm-hmm. um, to make him want to actually try in yeah. these challenges because, A, why are you here? Right. And, B, I just feel like if if you're going to be on Survivor, then do it wholeheartedly. Yeah, like if you can't This swim, is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Exactly. And to not even give it a shot. That's right. the thing. Right. And I don't know. Maybe this might really work against him because if we look at, you know, Navidi and... Um, sorry, is it Madolo? See, now I'm confused. Is it Madolo or Navidi? <laughs> oh, gosh. Who Wait, went to Tribal the second time? Navidi went both. No, okay, so Navidi, if we're looking at Navidi... No, sorry. No, no, sorry, Malolo, Malolo, Malolo went twice. Malolo went... The second time, if we're looking at their track record, mm-hmm. they're pretty much sending anybody who goes to go silent home. Yeah. And, so right. he might not even last the next well, episode. Here's my question. So, I mean, basically, uh, Navidi sent Donathan to go silent, which before they did that, I was like, they better send Donathan. They better yes. send Donathan because yeah. he would easily have gone home, I feel like. Um, I mean, James could have been an easy choice, too, but, you know, Donathan was on the chopping back last week as well. Well, I don't think so. I think that they were targeting Jacob because he was at Ghost Island the previous yeah, time. Yeah, but they weren't going to send him again. I think they were sending Donathan because they knew that, like, they're going to send the weakest person yes, there yes. so that they have to vote out somebody stronger because yeah. Donathan, they know that, eh, he's whatever anyways. Yeah. Um, but, like, would you guys, after... You know, Donathan obviously did what he was supposed to. Say that he didn't go to Ghost Island and he was back. Would you guys have voted for him, maybe, for not trying i mean he still did it eventually but they really had to push him like the fact because they had said they were like donathan works harder than gonzalez and in that challenge i was like gonzalez would have gone down there and done whatever she could to get that's true like would you guys have maybe still voted for him i don't know i want to say that you know with when it comes to james i felt like i would vote more for james Mm -hmm. for not being able to do it than for jonathan having to be coached to do it but but james was trying like he was down there like he couldn't even breathe and he was still trying right but at the same time he was getting encouragement from his teammates and he still couldn't do it at least with donathan like he didn't want to try it at first but then he got the encouragement yeah and then actually was able to do it james was not able to do it yeah so if it was based on the fact like james could have sat in that water all day they wouldn't have (laughs) went anywhere donathan might have been like i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it okay i'll try and then do it yeah you know what I mean? Surprising, too, because, I mean, James is, like, an athlete, he said. And, but the thing about James that I do like, though, is, like, right when he got back to camp, he was very, he admitted everything. Like, he felt, he he really owned up to his mistakes. And I I really like that about a person when you can own up to your mistakes and you don't, like, just blame other people. Like, he said, this is 100% my fault. I understand it. I agree with you. But at the same time, I also think it's overkill. I feel like once you're sitting there saying, I, it was me. It was my fault. I hate myself for it. Like, it's like, okay, dude, calm down. Like, you made a mistake. We get it. Yeah. Like, 
So you're saying, like, go back to camp, say it once, like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry, like... Yeah, you don't have to, like, bash yeah. everybody's head in with the fact that you're sorry. Because everybody's going to be thinking about you all day. Right, yeah. And I just feel like you're bringing more attention to yourself, and, and people are just like, oh, now he's just saying sorry because he doesn't want to go home. You know what I mean? That's true. But I do like that he admits it. I do, too. But admit it once and then move on. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, tribal to say you hate yourself, like... It's uh, a little dramatic. He's a dweller like me, then, because I would be like, oh, my God. Well, he's, what is he? He's a, a, a financial an- analyst. So, um, yeah. So, well, no, he's James. A uh, he's a business analyst. Oh, my God. James is a business analyst. So I can understand why he would be in his head he's about it. He's only 24. Jeez. He looks, like, like older than that. Not, <laughs> like, in a bad way. They all look older than that. Yeah, I mean. like, Michael's freaking 18. Um, the oldest person we have this season is 42, which is Angela. And okay. Then, and then 41. And then literally everybody else is in their 20s. Is Brandon 41? Brand, Brandon? Brandon. Yeah, he's 41. He's the 41-year-old. Okay, yeah. And he's the phys ed teacher from... Yes. Yeah. Um, so on Ghost Island, uh, Donathan is there. And, I mean, poor guy. He doesn't even get a game to play. <laughs> and the, the thing literally said, nope, not today. Not for you. I'm like, oh, poor Donathan. But he's so proud of himself. And he says, you know, I made this fire by myself. I'm like, honey, you did not make that fire by yourself. You, you stuck a thing in a fire that was did. already lit and you lit another fire. That's what you did. Right. Totally. Um, so the tribe kind of, they all agree that A, their first plan is Jacob and B mm-hmm. is James if he doesn't have an immunity idol. Yes. Um, or if he has an immunity idol. Um, so basically Stephanie starts playing totally, like she starts playing Jacob yes. and Jacob tells her everything. I don't have an idol. Um, I actually got an advantage and I wonder now because basically Stephanie was like, Hey, I'm kind of struggling now because maybe I do want to work with Jacob. I can work with him. I have him under my palm. Yes. I can also work with Morgan in the future. But now that we see that she did vote for Jacob, I wonder if she did go back and tell everybody, Hey, he doesn't have an idol. I, cause maybe we just didn't see it. Maybe. I mean, they're not showing a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, on camera as much when we before we go to tribal, which is great because before it was that criticism of we already know who's going home, right. like it's pre- it's predictable, and now it's not. Now mm-hmm. we're like, oh, I don't know. So maybe she did tell everybody that he doesn't actually have an idol, and that's why they did it. But at the same time, I don't think she did. Here's why I say that: mm-hmm. because if she did, then Michael and Libby wouldn't have felt the need to split the votes. Because if you notice, they voted for James. Mm-hmm. Everybody else voted for Jacob. Them two voted for James. So if Jacob's idol was real, then James would have went home. Mm-hmm. So if Stephanie had went back and told them that his idol was fake, then they would have never felt the need to split the votes. And also, she was kind of going, "Well, maybe we shouldn't vote for Jacob." And then if later on she went back and was like, "Hey guys, so he actually doesn't have an idol," then it's like, "Well, why didn't you tell us this?" From the beginning, like, what right. are you holding back? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she obviously didn't tell them about the Morgan thing, which I think is very smart because she can work with Morgan later. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, like you said, so Stephanie, Jacob voted for Stephanie? Mm-hmm. No. Jacob voted for Michael. Oh, Stephanie voted for Jacob. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Libby and Michael voted for James, and then Jacob voted for Michael. Yes. So Michael only had the one vote. Yes. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, what else? Is there anything else about tribal? I'm kind of just drawing a blank that I mean, we need to talk about. I liked the information imbalance thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that that yeah. was a, a cool um, um, saying, yeah. if you will. And, yeah, also, you know, uh, Jacob did say, you know, he's, he feels like he has to talk a big game a lot of the time because he was like, I'm a neurotic, paranoid, indoor kid. And mm-hmm. basically I say these things so that, um, you know, I can fight my fears. And that kind of made me feel like a little differently towards him right at the end. Yes. Um, that, you know, maybe he talks like that, but it's really just because he's trying to like um, better himself in, in, in a different way that maybe we don't understand. Right. No, no, no. I, and I, 
I understand we we are critiquing Jacob a lot, mm-hmm. but. At the same time, I get where he's coming from. I understand that he is one of those kids that sits in his house and he plays video games all day and yeah. he reads a lot of books and he watches Survivor mm-hmm. since he was four. Yeah. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Just that this is a social game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have those social skills, you're not going to get very far, mm-hmm. clearly. And you have to be a well-balanced person in order to get far. And you have to have those, those social skills in order to, to develop mm-hmm. these relationships. And he never had that. Right. Also, we're critiquing him a lot because he's one of the only people that we really know at this point because exactly. he was shown would, so much. Right. I would love to, you know, critique Gonzalez, but there was, uh, besides her being from Puerto Rico and that she likes being in the jungle, that's all I could really say about her. Hey, at least J- uh, Jacob gets to go home and say that he did play a game. He, even True. though it wasn't a great game, he played it. Right. Because his name is in our mouths. So we're right. talking about him. He stuck strong to it, whereas I feel like Gonzalez didn't really get the chance to play. No. I mean, and to her defense, she did try. She mm-hmm. was up and she was trying to make moves, mm-hmm. but it just didn't it wasn't yeah. gonna happen for her um so basically now i'm wondering if stephanie didn't tell everybody basically everybody thinks that jacob went home with an idol in his pocket right so that's kind of funny yes but i kind of like how stephanie can be so quiet about this here's the thing with with survivor mm-hmm. and i don't know if anybody else has noticed this but the guys the male the male competitors on this this game mm-hmm. tend to open their mouths more. Look at Cole from last season. Yes. Look at Jacob. They like to be braggy. Look mm-hmm. at Dominic. Mm-hmm. All of the guys like to say things, whereas the females mm-hmm. like to keep this information yeah. and let it sit. And then we'll see where it right. plays out and use it when they need to use it. Whereas the guys just use it when they have it. And Morgan had said too, she was like, but she was like, someone's going to have to like... Uh, staple got my mouth shut because I, I have such a big <laughs> mouth and I'm like that's me like if I was if I was Stephanie I wouldn't want to tell anybody what Jacob just told me but I feel like I, I wouldn't know what to do with all this information well she like, told uh, Jenna she did say she did go to Jenna and say hey maybe we should target you know she Michael didn't say that, she didn't say that he she had didn't tell, no no no, no. Yeah. but she said something you know what I mean maybe you don't have to say the entire truth page <laughs> maybe you can just like like say bit. what you have to say in order I would to be get like, by alright he told me this and that and that and here's the whole story <laughs> okay note to self if we're on Survivor in the future together which I'm sure is gonna happen I'm work not gonna work with you yeah work with me because <laughs> I'll tell you everything oh my gosh um so I guess we probably can't really do a draft. I don't think that we should do a draft right now. Right. I think that we should wait for more people. Yeah, but um, I do have my early picks. I do have my early picks as well. I oh, think well. that we already have a similar lot of the same. early picks. I so know. depending on how this plays out, maybe I'll end up with yours, maybe I'll end up with mine, oh. and then it'll just be a fight to the death, Paige. Fight to the death. <laughs> Let us know who your guys' early picks are and um, you know participate in the draft with us when we do it, hopefully next week. Hopefully, yeah. Um, when we have all of us here. And if you guys have any other comments about this episode, throw it on the live chat now before we sign off. Do you have any predictions for next week? Oh, let's get, get into predictions. predictions. I love predictions. I know. <laughs> what did we see on the preview? The drop, the switching of the tribe thing. And I feel like you said it earlier. This, this, These episodes are going to go by so fast because they are trying to squeeze in all of these like hidden gems and curses and, yeah. and bad decisions that people have made with idols and secret advantages that they have to make this go by so quickly. they have so much to fit in. You're right. Right. Yeah. So I understand why this is going so fast. Mm-hmm. It could be... I'm going to look at it as a positive. I'm going to say that, you know, it's going to go fast, so it'll A, keep us on our toes, mm-hmm. and B, it'll keep the players on their toes. Nobody will ever get comfortable. Nobody right. will ever have an alliance that they feel comfortable in. That's true. So I like that it's going fast. Mm-hmm. It's just very hard to break down when we have to talk about it. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, Tribe Swap, I mean, I guess 
I think if Stephanie and Morgan are on the same tribe, mm-hmm. then that'll be interesting because then Stephanie can go up to Morgan and say, hey, I know something. Yes. I know about your advantage. Yeah. And then it would kind of force them to work together. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see them work together. I think that they're, I mean, they're very strong players from what I saw today for an hour. But I think that they'll do really good. Um, and I think that'll be interesting. What what kind of predictions do you guys have? Well, here's an early prediction for me, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to say it. I think a girl is going to win this season. I could see that, too. I can see that. I, okay, so if you had to pick one person, Ugh, one girl. Don't do this to me right one now. One girl to win just, and one guy. Uh, why? Who okay, okay this, is, this is, okay, officially not on my draft. Mm-hmm. Make that very clear. Yes. They might be on my draft. They I might not. I too. Okay, mine is don't Morgan. Don't say the same as me. Okay. Morgan for a female. Mm-hmm. And for guys, I'm going to say Wendell. I'm going to say Callan and Wendell. Okay. But Morgan would probably be my number two. Okay. All right. Well, those are... Okay, but those are not on our fantasy drafts. No. So we're clear, you guys. Everybody chill. Chill <laughs> out. Um, oh, Sheena123 said, I predict Michael will win. Oh, gosh, Sheena123. I wish I could agree with you, but I don't, my love. I think that he is too big of a strategic player. And then once... I mean, not a, a, a yeah. physical threat. And I feel like once they find out that he's lying yes. about being 18 and not 23, because it's only a matter of time before that immaturity starts to show right. that... They're going to find out and think, what else are you going to lie about? Yeah. And then they're probably going to target him. And he's right, though. He was like, that puts a big target on my back being 18, which I agree with. I mean, being the youngest one like that. Also, he has a lot of time to make money. So I don't <laughs> know if he needs it. But I mean, everybody else is also like 20. Like the common age is like 22 to 24. Okay. That's like the common age here. We have a couple in their 30s, but it's like 31, 34 at the oldest. Yeah. Like everybody's in their 20s. It's insane. Yeah. Um, lots of different professions too, which will be interesting. Um, so I think we have a lot of cool people this season. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, I think it'll be fun, like reliving a lot of the old stuff and just craziness as Survivor as always. As always, I'm really excited to see what kind of uh, shenanigans we can get into, Paige. Me too. <laughs> I'm, oh seeing my God. What, I'm seeing what debates you and I have. Oh, yes. It will get more interesting <laughs> as the season goes on and we know more about the people and the players and. That was Survivor episode one and two for season 36, Ghost yeah. Island. You guys in the live chat, you are amazing. Thanks for joining us. Um, all the people that, you know, give us comments and tweet at us, we love it. And mm-hmm. it really keeps us on our toes. So thank you guys for joining. And you better be here next week at this time, Wednesday, 9 p.m. PST. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. I am your host, Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on all social media at Paige Bonanno. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're so excited to be back. I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. And we will see you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.